Ennis Cantor was a young basketball phenom living and playing professionally in his native Turkey before eventually coming to the United States to play in the NBA. Currently, he plays center for the Portland Trailblazers. And his story would be the stuff of dreams if not for the specter of authoritarian leadership back at home. Turkish President Recep Erdogan's rule in Turkey started off in a promising direction but soon devolved into corruption and authoritarianism as he shunned his party's political allies in the Gulen movement, eventually labeling them a terrorist organization bent on taking over the government. Since then, over 50,000 members of the Gulen movement have been arrested for nothing more than their political affiliation. Ennis Cantor began using his platform as an NBA player to draw international attention to this dire situation, making him a wanted man in his beloved Turkey. Since efforts to silence Ennis have failed, Erdogan has brought down his ire instead upon Ennis's father. In 2018, Dr. Mehmet Cantor was sent to prison on false charges of terrorism. Ultimately, sunlight proved to be the best disinfectant when Ennis was able to use his platform as an NBA star to win his father's freedom. But he is keen to remind us that there are so many more political prisoners still suffering through the authoritarian rule of Erdogan. This is Wrongful Conviction with Jason Flom. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids do a classroom? Homes.com knows these are all things you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's also you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. The Kakadu Plum. It's an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig with details. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. Welcome back to Wrongful Conviction. Today's guest was wrongfully convicted in absentia. His father was also wrongfully convicted. All of this happened in a foreign country. 
and all of it happened while he was playing in the NBA. So without further ado, please allow me to introduce my friend Ennis Cantor. Ennis, welcome to Wrongful Conviction. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And Ennis, what a life, you short life. I mean, you were not only born in 1992, you're like a kid to me, you know? <laughs> um, but what a life you have led and what a courageous person you are. And we're going to get into all of that. But before we do, let's go back to the beginning. First of all, I think most people don't know you were born actually not in Turkey, in Switzerland, right? Yes, I'm born in Switzerland. My dad was doing his master. I stayed there for nine months, and then I moved back to Turkey. And your father is Dr. Mehmet Cantor, a professor of genetics, a medical doctor, right? And, you know, well, tell us about him. I mean, he, he's a genetic professor. Obviously, he was all about education. And, you know, I was taller than all my classmates. And, you know, my classmates or my teammates were always making fun of me. I said, hey, your dad, you know, play with your genes. That's why you're so tall. But uh, he was always all about education. He actually did not want me to play basketball at all. You know, he was telling me, that, hey, you know, your mom's a nurse. He's a genetic professor. So you are going to be a doctor or you're going to be a professor one day. Just, just stop wasting your time playing basketball. I, I told him, I was like, listen, dad, you know, I want to play basketball, but, you know, go to school same time. And I can do both. And he was like, okay, I'll give you a chance. If your grades are not good, you're quitting basketball. I think your father and my father would have gotten along great. I wish my dad <laughs> was still alive to meet him. Yeah. To understand Ennis's story, you should understand a few things about Turkish history and politics. The Republic of Turkey, formerly the Ottoman Empire, has a very rich and tumultuous history, leaving a varying religious and ethnic identity in its wake. Just before World War I, a coup brought about a constitutional democracy that sought to unite the diverse population under one national Turkish identity. This assertive secularism was problematic for the many faithful who saw their religious identity shunned in public. Over the last century, this conflict between secularism and religious freedom has given rise to movements rivaling the secular, military, and intellectual elites. One such political group, the Gulen Movement, found a tactical political ally in the center-right, religion-friendly Justice and Development Party, also known as the AKP of Recep Erdogan. That alliance brought the AKP to power and proved fruitful for the Gulen Movement, seeing many Gulen appointments in the judiciary and law enforcement until Erdogan and the AKP began to consolidate power and devolved into corruption and authoritarianism. Any investigation into that corruption was met with wild accusations of a witch hunt and a judicial coup. The AKP and Erdogan has since falsely labeled the Gulen movement a terrorist organization, purging thousands from their political appointments and arresting and persecuting over 50,000 members of the peaceful Gulen movement. Now, what does it mean? I know that you were educated at Hizmet-affiliated schools, which were part of the Gulen movement. Now, right. uh, can you explain why that's significant? First of all, the Hizmet, the word itself means like serve, you know. It's a global, you know, social movement focuses on uh, three things, secular education, fighting with poverty, and social harmony around the globe. And obviously inspired by an Islamic scholar, Fatullah Gulen, and he inspired millions of people around the world to open up, you know, modern and uh, secular schools and relief organizations. 
you know, the Gulen Women's School in Turkey was the best schools in the whole country. Even I believe Erdogan's kids were going to the schools. You actually became acquainted with Fatula Gulen, who's become the focal point of so much international intrigue. And of course, your association with him probably was one of the things that put you in the crosshairs. You know, I remember first time meeting him, I believe it was back in 2013. I was very curious about who this man, you know, behind all this. I uh, took a trip to Pennsylvania to meet him with uh, one of my friends. And, you know, I still remember one thing that he told me that still inspires me every day. He's like, it doesn't matter what your background is. It doesn't matter what your belief, your religion, your skin color is. The most important thing in life is leave your differences on the table and try to find what we have in common. And he believes we have lots of problems are happening around the world because of uneducated people. You know, he's an Islamic scholar, but instead of him going around and building mosques, he believes in education. And, you know, this movement have now schools and cultural centers, I believe, over 170 countries in the world. And these organizations are not just for Muslim people. You know, you're a Jewish, you're a Christian, Catholic, or you're Muslim, you believe in God, you don't believe in God. You can go to these schools or these organizations and uh, learn about math and science or about life, you know. So the Gulen movement and the currently ruling Justice and Development Party, or AKP, that of course is Erdogan's party, were at one point allied. And at that time, they championed the American, quote unquote, style of secularism that supported individual rights to freedom of religion over what what we call assertive secularism. And they formed a tactical alliance in order to defeat their common foes through political means, which were the military leaders and the secular elitists. All of that sounds good. Right. But then things took a turn in a very dark direction. And can you explain how that happened to this country that you grew up in and that I'm sure you loved and probably still love to this day? So actually, Mr. Yulan and Erdogan, you know, they have a couple pictures together, but they were really never allies. Media wanted to make it look like they were allies, but they were never allies. And also till 2012, Erdogan was saying he's going for democracy, he's going for freedom, and all that stuff. And that's why lots of the people from, you know, Gulen movement, not Gulen himself, but the Gulen movement was voting for him. So a lot of the people, you know, from AKP party and Gulen movement become policemen, judges, or journalists, or prosecutors. And they were running the country really, really well. So back in 2013, there was a big corruption scandal happened in Turkey. And President Erdogan, his family, and some of the congressmen close to Erdogan was involved in it. And when they cut his voice, when they cut his tape that he stole from people, it was a huge news because they cut him. The whole world just saw that Erdogan was a corrupt leader. You can literally go on YouTube and hear every word. When he got cut, and obviously he got so mad, he wanted to put everyone in jail who was saying that he stole from people. He's a corrupt leader, you know? So that's why he started putting people in jail. Police, judges, prosecutors, or media, and started to shut down media outlets. And he started to shut down prep schools in Turkey who are affiliated with Gulen movement. And that is the first time I said something. 
I'm like, I don't care who you are. If you are fighting against education, I'm going to say something. I tweet something about it. And just because of, you know, the platform that I have, it became a conversation in Turkey and America. And I was like, wow, I just see an even power of one tweet. So from now on, I'm going to start paying attention what's going on in my country more. Because till then, I, I only care about basketball. You know, just make a lot of money, take care of my family, take care of people I love, and just represent my country in America. But after that happened, I'm like, okay, I got to be just more than a basketball player. And that's the first time I said something and things just started. And you didn't just say something. I mean, you talked about Erdogan as a lunatic, a dictator, and even compared him with Hitler. So after I said something in 2013, you know, things were getting worse and worse. And 2015 was the last time that I was back in Turkey. I only stayed there for like 14 days. And I remember whenever I went there, my family were like scared and say, Anastasia, you know, don't go out alone. You go on somewhere, just go with like a couple of your friends. Let us know where you're going and stuff. And then, you know, that was the last time I saw them. Before I left my family, I remember that morning, I had a sit down conversation with my family, with my mom and dad. I said, listen, there's a path that I'm taking and whatever happens, I'm not going to back down. And because of the stand that I'm going to take, you guys are going to get harassed a lot. You guys might be in jail one day and you guys might be like the most hated family in Turkey. I told them because I know where the conversations was going. And I told them, I was like, listen, if you are with me, then you're with me. If not, then tell me now so I can, you know, make up my mind and say, okay, I'm alone in this. My mom said, if you are you know, standing up for something good, something right, then we are with you. If not, then we are not with you. And I looked at my dad. My dad did not say a word. He didn't say anything. Because I'll be honest, all he wanted me to do was play basketball. When then I left, I would call a cab. And I remember my mom and my sister went to a balcony to like to wave me goodbye. And I get in the cab. I turn around and they were waving. And I told myself, this is the last time I'm seeing them. The Pacers Foundation is a proud supporter of this episode of Wrongful Conviction with Jason Flom and of the Last Mile Organization, which provides business and tech training to help incarcerated individuals successfully and permanently re-enter the workforce. The Pacers Foundation is committed to improving the lives of Hoosiers across Indiana, supporting organizations that are dedicated primarily to helping young people and students. For more information on the work of the Pacers Foundation or the Last Mile program, please visit pacersfoundation.org or thelastmile.org. This episode is underwritten by the AIG Pro Bono Program. AIG is a leading global insurance company, and for over a decade, the AIG Pro Bono Program has provided thousands of hours of free legal services and other support to nonprofit organizations and individuals most in need. More recently, the program added criminal and social justice reform as a key pillar of its mission. Day 2016 is when Erdogan sees the Gulen newspaper, it's called Zaman, and, and then he recategorized the Gulen movement as the Fethullah terrorist organization, mm -hmm. um, which is 
uh, it's gaslighting, right? He was turning into a terrorist state yeah. while calling the peace-loving people the terrorists. But the, but then again, we see that here in America up until you know January 20th of this year, it looked like we were going down that road. Yep. So there was an attempted coup uh, carried out by a faction of the Turkish Armed Forces known as the Peace at Home Council, and everything went really crazy. Not many people know, but the night of the coup attempt, I was with Mr. Gulen, and he was shocked. He couldn't believe it. The first thing he did was call all his friends, all his students, to get together and pray for Turkey, because that night, over 250 innocent people died. After the coup attempt, Erdogan came out and blamed the Gulen movement for the coup attempt. And that moment, I was like, this is the craziest thing I have ever heard because I saw what Mr. Gulen did with my own eyes that night. He sat in his chair and prayed for his country. And when Erdogan blamed the Gulen movement and Mr. Gulen for the quit, I'm like, I'm going to do whatever I can to tell this story to the whole world. And the Turkish government got really, really mad because that was their plan. You know, the court him, and then Erdogan can pretty much become a one-man show, put everyone in jail, whoever's against them, shut down all the media outlets, whoever's against them, or just put all the journalists and judges and change the military and everything, you know? Since this time, over 100,000 Gulen followers have been purged from their civil mm-hmm. service jobs, and over 50,000 have been arrested so far. You know, and who knows what's become of them. So after the attempted coup is when things started getting really scary for your family, your immediate family. You know, my dad got fired from his job. And my sister went to medical school for six years. She still cannot find a job. My little brother was playing basketball. And, you know, he wanted to be an NBA player. But he was literally getting kicked out in every team because of the same last name. So they, they were getting affected so much, they had to put a statement out there and saying, we are disowning Ennis. But Turkish government did not believe that. You know, they sent police to my house in Turkey and they raided the whole house. And they took every electronic away, phones, computers, laptops, and iPads, because they wanted to see if I am still in contact with my family or not. If they would see any text message, email, phone call, or whatever, they will be all in jail. Which they took my dad in jail for a while. But we put so much pressure from here to Turkey, they let him go. You know, I asked my brother, like, after my dad got out, like, how's my dad doing? And my brother said, we asked him the questions, like, what happened in there? What did they ask you? What did they do to you? He never talks about it. After, you know, he got out of jail, he was just watching the walls and acting so weird and stuff. So I don't know what did they do in there to him, but he was just not the same person. And then, of course, in 2017, you know, you were charged with terrorism, convicted in absentia, and you were facing four years in prison and they came after you. Now, this was at a time when... And I don't know how, by the way, it's really remarkable to me. Maybe basketball is your one place where you can, mm-hmm. for a couple of hours, tune out. Uh, nobody can focus on the bad stuff 24 hours a day. You'll go insane. Right. So I'm glad that you have basketball. And it's incredible that you're able to focus on it and it continue to exceed expectations the way that you do. But mm-hmm. 2017, this is the story that you told me over dinner, right? Yeah. So you were on a tour teaching kids. Right. And then in Indonesia, shit went crazy. 
So we said, okay, after 2016, we are definitely not going back to Turkey. And my manager's like, let's do something for kids. And let's just go to these countries, do basketball camp, talk about education, talk about social harmony, healthy lifestyle, with respecting your parents. We talk about universal peace and just do basketball camp because sports is an amazing tool to bring people together. You know, you can be from different countries, different colors, different this and that, whatever, different beliefs, but you can cheer for the same team. So in 2017, we plan to visit 17 countries in like 35 days, right? We start with Pacific, visited Japan, Singapore, Philippines. But same time, obviously, my friends were saying, listen, Turkish government is like octopus. They got arms everywhere. So be careful. We visited the seven countries in a Pacifics. Our last one was Indonesia. We held a basketball camp. We were meeting with Turkish communities. We were visiting schools. End of the night, my friend asked me, do you want to stay in a school or do you want to stay at the hotel? You know, he showed me a picture of the school. The beds were so small and I'm like, I'm not going to fit here. So while I was at the hotel, I was sleeping. My manager knocked my door about like 2.30 a.m. something. He said, come to my room. We need to talk. We got a phone call from one of our friends in uh, local in Jakarta. He said, there are some people in the school you just had basketball clinic with. They're asking for you, but we have no idea who they are. And he's like, what do you want to do? I was like, I want to stay because next day we have so many things uh, scheduled. He's like, this could be very dangerous. We need to escape the country. You know, it's very scary to be in a country that you don't know the language, you don't know the culture, you don't know the people there and you are in danger and you literally are trying to escape the whole country, you know? And we look at the flights. Our first flight was, I believe, 5.30 a.m. to Singapore. In 15 minutes, I pack everything. We get in the cab. At the same time, while we go in the airport, we are taking a video and send it to our lawyers in America. Like if something happens, so they can use that as a proof that we are about to get kidnapped. So we came to the airport. I mean, obviously, Indonesian, you know, people are not that tall. And everyone asking me questions like, hey, how tall are you? What are you doing? Why are you here? So my friend just said, just sit down in a chair and do not get up. I'm just going to get the tickets and we are going to leave. We got the tickets and we left the country at 5.30 a.m. And we landed in uh, Singapore. My manager's like, let's call our local guy there in Jakarta and see, like, who was those people came to school that asking for you? And... Our local guy said, you guys are very lucky because those people, they were intelligence service and army and wanted to talk to you. And that talk was not going to be just a talk. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. 
Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What usually Turkish government does is work with these countries like Malaysia, Indonesia, and some of the other countries. You know, they took people there and put in a plane and sent it back to Turkey. So if you were to stay there that night, they could ship us back to Turkey. And then we were like, okay, let's just go to Europe and do our basketball clinics there and do our events there. Our first stop was in Romania. It was my birthday and we had this like huge event. Thousands of people were going to come and we were going to do a, a big event in uh, Romania with some of the Turkish people there. So I gave my passport to this uh, lady. She took like five, ten minutes and she said, hold on a second. She went in the back. She came out with a police and said, sir, your passport has been revoked. And I was like, hold on a second. Why is my passport revoked? The police said, we are not allowed to tell you. But if you want to learn more about it, you can call the Turkish embassy. And I'm like, those are the people who revoke my passport. I'm not going to call them. So my manager is like, we literally have like two, three hours to get out Romania. Because if not, I'm not an American citizen. I still count as a Turkish citizen. So they could have just sent me back to Turkey. So we literally like have two, three hours to left the country. So I guess like the best way, they just go back to America, right? We call every person we know, like congressmen, senators. We even like texted NBA, Player Association. So we get in a, a flight. We were going to land in London and come back to America. We landed in London and the captain announced and said, nobody gets up. 
and me and my manager's like, what's going on? The plane doors are open, and there is this two police with machine guns came in the plane, and they're looking for someone, right? And they took someone behind us. I guess there was like a terrorist or someone in the plane. They took them out. But it, they took so long that we missed our New York plane. So there is this ticket lady is like, listen, there is no more flight to New York. You guys have to stay here. Don't worry. I'm going to give you guys like a hotel and come back in. So we told the ladies like, we cool. We are going to stay in the airport. And she was just so weirded out. It's like, what do you mean you guys cool? He's like, no, no, no. We are cool. We're going to stay at the airport. So that night we stayed at the airport. The next day, for one of our plane, there was this gentleman. I still remember him with like glasses, jacket, very serious. Like he asked for my green card. I gave him my green card. He took some notes, called some people, and he's like, okay, go. Later on, we learned that he was from Homeland Security because I didn't have a passport, so I wasn't going to be able to fly. So like Homeland Security got in, and then we came in a plane. I was like, man, this feels home. I am not living here till I'm become an American citizen. And then since then, I'm, I'm here. At any time, for however long it took, two days, three days, this journey, at any moment, you could have been done. And you were facing four years in prison, but we know that that could have turned into very easily a death sentence, yeah. torture, or they could have extended it indefinitely because they could do whatever they want in that country right now. I mean, let's face it. So this is a serious, serious thing that you went through. I mean, I hope you have a good therapist because I feel like I'm going to need a therapist <laughs> after listening to this story, you know? So you made it out alive. Uh, mm -hmm. You got back to American soil. You're safe here. It's hard not to mention the fact that you aren't even able to go and play the Toronto Raptors uh, on an away game mm -hmm. because you, you simply can't leave the country without fear of being extradited right. to face this four-year sentence or worse. But the Turkish authorities, after failing miserably to apprehend you, well, I'm sure there was hell to pay back there yeah. for the people who weren't able to capture you. Exactly. But they weren't done messing with you. And because they couldn't get you, they decided to extract their revenge on your family, on your father specifically. And in June of 2018, your dad, Dr. Mehmet Cantor, was tried, I'm going to call it a sham trial, charged mm -hmm. with terrorism charges, right? Again, the gaslighting yep. bullshit, and sentenced to 15 years in prison. Of course, he appealed the charges, but that went nowhere. I mean, even here, those things usually go nowhere. But somehow or other, and I'm amazed by this, you were able to uh, shine a light on this awful injustice and free your father in June of 2020. I'm, I'm amazed that that campaign was successful. But tell me what this is all about and how this affected you and how you were able to get him home. Right. I mean, so he was, he's been going in and out of jails and in and out of Turkish courts for years and years, right? So they were so scared of what I was like saying. They banned my Twitter account in Turkey. So if you go to Turkey right now and try to check what I tweet or anything, you cannot see whatever I'm saying. But I'm like, okay, right now, what can I do to bring more awareness to this cow? So that's why I started to work with some of the politicians. And, you know, I went to D.C. many times. And whenever I sit down and have a conversation with it, both sides, you know, Republicans and Democrats, and 
I started to tell them about my story, tell them about the people who are facing the same situation. They were like, we already know this conversation. Tell us, how can we help you? And that actually gave me so much hope. So I started working with politicians, working with senators, working with congressmen and congresswomen. Media really helped us, not just in America, but you know, internationally, really, really uh, helped us to bring awareness of what's really going on in uh, Turkey. So, and then, you know, like we put so much pressure on them. Every time they touched my father or, or every time my dad was about to go into jail or go into a trial, we were, were bringing so much awareness to it. You know, we were writing op-eds about it. We were talking to media about it. And then in 2020, my brother, the one in Greece, he plays basketball now, finally texted me and said, my dad is free. They got to a point they were so scared they had to let him go. And, you know, a lot of people are like, a lot of my teammates and friends have texted me and said, hey, man, you can finally relax now, take a vacation. You can finally, you know, focus on yourself. But I was like, no, my fight is just getting started. You know, my family was only one. I never just did this to only free my father. There are so many people out there. Their situation is way worse than my father's. Turkey is the still number one country in the world that put most journalists in a jail. You know, we are just getting started. We are not going to stop till every innocent person in those prisons are free. Oh, amen to that. It's a nightmare I can't even begin to imagine. And it's going to require people like you, a people of good conscience with courage and conviction is the only word I could think of, ironically, who are going to ultimately bring about this change. It's the only thing that ever does. And otherwise, it's going to stay the same and get worse. Of course, we're going to put links in the bio for people to learn more about this fast-moving but slow-motion nightmare that's taking place for so many people in that beautiful country of Turkey. And now we come to the part of our show, which is a segment that we call Closing Arguments. It's the part of the show where, first of all, I thank you. Anna Scanter for coming here, taking your time and sharing your remarkable journey, which is still unfolding as we speak. And then I turn my microphone off and leave yours on. This is the part of the show where you get to say whatever you want, anything that's been left unsaid, anything you want to tell people. But please, as part of that, offer any advice you can give to people who are listening. Say, I'm just one person. I want to help, but I don't know what to do. What can I what can people do to help? First of all, I think, you know, just there is not just one authoritarian regime in the world. You know, Turkey is not the only one. There are so many of them out there in the world that I feel like the best we can do is just standing up against those regimes. That is the one question I was always getting, like, what can we do to help? So that's why we started this initiative called You Are My Hope campaign. We are planning to collect signatures. You can go to youaremyhope.org and sign the initiative. And with those signatures, we are planning to take them to White House, United Nations, uh, Human Rights Courts, maybe European Parliament, and says, listen, there are so many human rights abuses are happening in Turkey. There are so many political prisoners, and there are so many journalists are in the jail right now waiting for help. There are thousands of people are behind this cows. There are so many signatures behind this cows. So let's take some actions. That is the one thing you guys can do. It will take one minute of your day. You are my hope.org and sign the initiative. We already got over 80,000 signatures uh, so far. 
But the, other than that, I, I feel like the best way to just beat those regime is just educate yourself because they are really scared of educated people because they only want yes men around them and people who's not going to ask any questions and do whatever they want them to do. You know, I feel like the education is the best way to just beat those regimes. Thank you for listening to Wrongful Conviction with Jason Flom. Please support your local Innocence Projects and go to the link in our bio to see how you can help. I'd like to thank our production team, Connor Hall, Jeff Clyburn, and Kevin Wardis. The music on the show, as always, is by three-time Oscar-nominated composer Jay Ralph. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Wrongful Conviction and on Facebook at Wrongful Conviction Podcast. Wrongful Conviction with Jason Flom is a production of Lava for Good Podcast in association with Signal Company Number 1. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 